0: think you have it all together? Today, I will share several tips on writing productivity so you can do more in less time.
1: Welcome to the Write Something Worthy podcast, where we teach emerging authors how to ditch the fear, confusion, and overwhelm of writing a bestseller-worthy nonfiction book. And now, your host, Tonya Brockett
0: productivity coaches often suggest planning your projects in advance so you can most effectively carry them out. You might do that in business, but do you do the same for your writing projects? In today's episode, I will share several approaches to getting your writing done more productively. Try the appealing ones and determine what works best for you. Greetings, Worthy Tribe. Tanya here, and I appreciate you joining me on the Write Something Worthy podcast. Today, I want to follow the theme that is happening in the Prolific Writers Cafe this week, organizing your writing. Specifically, I want to share a few thoughts, tips, and ideas that you can use to increase your writing productivity and get more done in less time. Writing a book is a big task, right? We know this. It's like product development in business. You're, you're creating, marketing, and selling a new product that is your book. Shouldn't it hold as much importance as a business product or service? It's going to generate revenue for you, if you treat it right. It's going to require an investment to create, manufacture, and sell. So planning it out and planning its development should be important to you, not something that you just do willy-nilly whenever you feel like it. So today I'm going to talk about several tips that can make your book writing process and the whole project more productive. Take what appeals to you out of this, try it on, see how it feels, because one simple idea can improve your productivity tremendously, and that can save you time and money while giving you greater satisfaction. Bonus! (laughs) All right, so let's talk about some of those things. One tip is just to commit to your writing schedule. A consistent schedule that you devote specifically to writing time. If you need to, schedule them in time blocks on your calendar. You know, you put a a block Monday at seven to eight is book writing time and have that be something that you honor just as much as an appointment with a client. Your client at that time is your book. You are serving your word count during that time. (laughs) So if you can set a consistent time that you can stick to, it really helps you. And one of the things that I found in the Prolific Writer's Life community is having those words count sessions on certain days at certain times, you can commit your writing time to those time blocks and not allow anything to interfere with that. So that's one tip. Another tip is just to taking time blocks a little bit farther is creating an editorial calendar. So, if you know you're going to produce a book on X subject, and you know that going into it, you also need to do research or writing on that particular subject, I mean, some advanced work to support what you're doing in that particular subject, then create an editorial calendar that allows you to say, okay, these times, these months, these weeks, I'm going to be doing these things towards this project. Plan it out just like you do a you know, uh, project management um, event, right? So you can schedule out the blocks of time that are going to be necessary for each stage of your writing and development process. So that's another idea. One thing that you can do during those time blocks and those scheduled writing times is to shut down everything else. Do not disturb turn off your internet, no pings, put yourself in airplane mode if you have to so that you don't get interrupted during that time and you can have focused energy going to your writing. You know, they say that it takes as much as 20 minutes to recover and refocus after an interruption. So you think, oh, it's no big deal if I happen to see notifications ping up on my phone or it's no big deal if I, you know, allow a phone call here or there or it's no big deal if I want to jump off and respond to that email that I heard ping in. The reality is it is a big deal. And if you've only set aside a certain time, you know, amount of time, like 60 minutes for your writing time, You don't want to have that interfered with. You don't need the interruptions because by the time you get interrupted, it's going to take you 20 minutes to get back into the flow of where you were. So you must not only block the time, but then you must guard that time. Put walls around that time. Don't allow others into that time. It is your time, you, your mind, your heart, your subconscious, your words only Those things should be infiltrating you at that time. All right. Another thing in regards to when you're in your writing sessions that you might consider to increase your productivity and get more done in less time is to choose your audience. Know who it is that you're writing to so that you can write to them most effectively and in the most meaningful and heartfelt way. For example, if you are writing a book and you have gone through the Bebop program you know that I offer at outlineyourbooks.com where we get really zeroed in on that ideal reader so that you know who you're writing to and for what purpose, what they're going to gain from it, what the benefit to them is, so that you can make sure you deliver that in what you write, Knowing that ideal reader can really help you to be more productive when you're doing that writing time. If your ideal reader, for example, is Sue, and you're writing a book that Sue specifically needs to solve a particular problem, and you start running off on tangents, knowing that Sue is not interested in this or that, but she wants what you're writing about, then you can focus your writing back on Sue and try to alleviate going off on tangent. So knowing your audience can really help you to stay focused on what it is you're trying to say and to whom. So it makes those writing sessions more productive. Another thing that can help with those who are you know, writing a big book project. You may or may not have gone through Bebop and have an actual outline that you're working from. Even if you do, sometimes it's just hard to start at the beginning, right? In the beginning was the word. Well, here's your word and you're like stuck on them. You're like, how do I open this sentence? What is the first thing that I say? So sometimes that can stop you from being very productive in your writing time, right? So, what you do is just start somewhere else. You know, if you've got an outline, you know, other subjects that you're going to be covering, go cover something else that seems easy or feels, you know, that it's flowing a little better at that moment. You don't have to start in the beginning, you can start in medias res, you can start on chapter three because it talks about a topic that you just dealt with yesterday and it feels really good and comfortable. So don't get caught up in your writing sessions by feeling like you have to start from the beginning. I just had the experience in one of my words count sessions over at Prolific Writers Life recently where um, the suggestion by the facilitator of the meeting was, just start wherever feels good. If, If you feel stuck, with an introduction, don't write the introduction right now. Go write, you know, another chapter that is flowing for you. Don't get stuck by being in a section of your book that, you know, you're having a hard time getting out. Go to a section that's easier. Flow with that right now. And then you may find, after you've been in the flow for a while, that you can come back to that other topic. And it doesn't even have to happen that or that writing session, right? You've got several time blocks already set aside throughout the week to get your word count created. So if you're going to be producing on a regular basis, you, you can write the introduction, you know, next week or in the session on Thursday or whatever, right? You don't have to do it today. Totally okay, to jump around in your writing, as long as you bring it all together and it all flows by the end of the project. It doesn't have to come out that way, it just needs to end that way. One of the other things that you can do, well, I've already talked about bebop, right? How outlining and planning your book project can make the process a lot easier. write. So then you can just, you don't have to uh, figure out, oh, where did I end up? One, if you're using Microsoft Word, it might tell you, welcome back, and it'll put the tag where you last were. (laughs) But even if you're not, you can look at your outline and make notes after every writing session. Here's what I completed during this writing session based on my outline. Here's where I want to start next. And just note that. On your outline, physically, if you wish, you know, have a printout and have that at your side when you do your writing projects, however you write, whether you still write longhand, which a lot of people do because they find it productive, or whether you type on computer, keep your outline nearby so that you can note where you started from and where you want to go to next. So that As soon as you hop into your next writing session, boom, you know where to go, no questions asked. So outlining and planning your book can help you to have more productive writing sessions when you're writing your book. Another way to make your writing sessions more efficient and effective is to do one thing at a time. Jeff Goins called this wearing one hat at a time or using the three bucket method. So in each of your writing sessions, you're doing one thing. I'm writing. Okay, so I'm not gonna go and edit the last chapter before I start writing the next one. No, I'm gonna start writing from where I said I finished off last time and where I said I wanted to start the next time. Start writing. Don't start editing. That's not what you're that's not the hat to wear right now. When you're writing a book, the hat to wear is the writer's hat. Imagine that. So put on the writer's hat. keep on the writer's hat. Do not let the editor's hat try to jump on your head. Get into your writing and write. There is time enough for editing when the writing's done. Oh, wow, That sounds a little familiar. But anyway, You don't. Don't wear more than one hat at a time. Just write when you're writing. Just write. Don't go back. Don't edit. Even if you see little red lines in your document that says, "You, you spelled that wrong, that can all be dealt with at the appropriate time. Right now is writing time. Another thing to keep you productive while you're working on a book project is not even... Um, at your computer during your writing time. Here, I want to encourage you to get a tidbit journal or a notebook. The idea here is that if you have a tidbit journal that's a smaller size or something that you can easily carry around, whatever size that is, then when you get ideas and thoughts for different segments of your book that you are working on or even that you're not working on, you pull out your tidbit journal and you make note. Give it a date. Give it a reference. If you know that, hey, for chapter three, when I'm talking about X, Y, and Z, this would be great to add. Include those little tidbits in your tidbit journal so you can capture the thought and not lose it. And then be able to refer to it in your next or a future writing session. It's a great way of just seeing your words. Seeing yourself write them down also helps you to internalize them a little bit more. So it's not quite the same as pulling out your phone and pulling up a a web app or something and recording whatever your thought is. It's Seeing your words on paper, seeing them on the page when you're writing those notes, and knowing that the only thing going in that tidbit journal are tidbits that are going to go into your book at some future time. So they're not notes about, oh, uh, to do's you have to, oh, I forgot I have to get milk. I'm going to write that down. No, no, no. This tidbit journal is only for content. That's going to go in your book or thoughts or research related to your book. Things that are going to impact your productivity of getting that book done. That's the only thing it's used for. So having that tidbit journal at your side will help you to capture those thoughts whenever they occur. You're out to lunch, boom, there you go. You have your tidbit journal there. You have a thought while you're in the office and you're working on an office project, well, pull out your tidbit journal, write that thought down, put it away, boom, get back to work. So it's a really helpful tool for gathering and capturing all your thoughts about one particular book project at one time. No other notes go in there. So it's not cluttered with anything else. It's all relevant material bonus. A final tip that I'm going to leave with you today is to write whether you are inspired or not. You don't have to wait for a muse to hit you, to strike you, to sit on your shoulder or what have you. You are a creator at all times. So all you have to do is get yourself in a position and an environment for being creative and your creativity will No to flow. So don't wait for inspiration to write. You say, oh, I can only write when I'm inspired. No. If you're a writer, then you write. If you're a dreamer, then you dream. But you want to be a writer, so that means you need to be writing. And you call on inspiration to come to you and to serve your purpose as a writer. That's what you do. So, in your writing sessions, whether you feel like writing or not, when you, you know that clock ticks and it says, "Oop, it's writing time," whether you feel like it or not, you sit down into the environment that will allow your productivity to flow and be there, be present with it, and use it to your greatest advantage, whether or not something is flowing in your mind at that time. Now, if you've done planning and preparation, then it should be really easy for you to do, right? Meaning, you already know the kinds of things that you're going to be saying. Even if you're planning you know, to do fiction or something like that. This is for nonfiction authors, but even if you're doing fiction, if you've got a plan for how you're writing, then you know what you're going to be doing next. So then just do it write it. And even if it doesn't come out well the first time, that's totally irrelevant. That's what editing is for, right? That's a different hat. You'll put that on later. Right now, you want to focus on productivity, getting those words out, creating that word count. Inspiration is great when it happens. Believe me, I love the flow and the feel of it. It is fantabulous, but you can call on it to come. You don't have to just wait or, you know, only get up at four o'clock in the morning when something hits. You can choose to have it hit when you get in your scheduled writing session and allow the environment to create that opportunity for creativity and inspiration to flow. Okay, so those are some of the tips that I have to offer you so that you can get your writing done more productively and do more in less time. And now it is time for our abundant author affirmation. Write it down if it resonates with you. Post it wherever you'll see it and say it throughout your day to keep your heart happy and your subconscious mind aware of it. Sparked joy by being a productive and prolific writer. I have sparked joy by being a productive and prolific writer. And with that, we are complete. I appreciate you being here with me today. Remember that there are several ways to be more organized and productive in your writing use what works for you, and be consistent with it. It'll help you to increase your writing productivity and do more in less time. All right, so let me know what works best for you. I'd love to hear from you. So take a moment to download, subscribe, and join our worthy tribe for that tribe-only content to support you in your writing and publishing journey. And for more tips and collaboration through your writing journey, consider joining the community at Prolific Writers Life. You can start a free trial there at writesomethingworthy.com forward slash PWL free trial. That will also be in the show notes, so you can just click the link there and join us over in the Prolific Writers Life community. I wish you the best in your productivity for your writing journey, and we'll see you next time.
1: You've been listening to the Write Something Worthy podcast with Tonya Brockett. If you'd like to know more about today's topic, find show notes, relevant links, and more at writesomethingworthy.com. Have a question or something to add to the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Please take a moment to leave an honest review on your favourite podcast platform. These reviews help us to improve our show and help us to spread the word. If you know anyone who would enjoy these episodes, please share it with them. Have a wonderful week and we hope you join us next Wednesday for another fabulous episode.